Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well if you're new to the channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may have any time you put new content on. <sighs> I'd like to take our channel sponsors on Tucket. Check them out in the description below. Today's guest is taking us a while. We've got here finally. It's Phil Nice. Hi Phil, how are you, my friend? Hello, Russ. I'm all right, thank you. And yourself? I'm all right, as best as can be expected in this... Uh, under the circumstances. Under the circumstances, exactly, exactly, under the circumstances. And I'm quite a, I'm quite a lazy person, so actually, you know, not, not leaving the house, but, you know, by government appointment is, um, is, is a good enough excuse for me at the moment, which is... So do, you get, do you ever get up in, out from in front of your mic and stuff? Uh, well... Breathe, it, breathe and sleep there. For, fortunately, um, well, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, when we had our garage converted, because I'm in this little garage, one day, I'll, when, I, when I've tidied it all up, I'll show everyone where, where I sit. Some people have asked. Um, there's no toilet down here. We never can get one plumbed in. So if I want to go for a, a jimmy, I have to go up the road, go back home. Uh, walk up the garden. So uh, although to my my detriment today because i was like just before we started I was, what's that smell i could is it me but no i've had a, i've had a wash i've walked in walked in some of my dog's poo into, oh, wow. into the garage so <laughs> so if yeah. if i pass out halfway through the episode it's because i've yeah. you know the fumes have, <laughs> have developed you know, but... if, have you got a compost heap no i don't have a compost heap okay well if you had a compost heap you could you could have a pee in your uh in that on that it's supposed to be very good for it Oh, there we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah. So it's, it's it's not it's not just West Ham. It's horticultural tips. That's what we do not with this really. channel. <laughs> <laughs> but how have you been, Phil? In, in this sort of weird world we live in. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? I mean, I'm mm. I, I'm sort of going waves, really. Sometimes I'm kind of a quite upbeat and chipper yeah. about it, but then other times, like at the moment, I don't like this time of the year very much. It's all a bit yeah. gloomy and dreary and relentless. Yeah. It's a bit like COVID itself, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's like, I think, you know, we with, with the first 
lockdown 1.0 we were a little bit spoiled by the fact that it was about 30 odd degrees weather so you know it was the weather was nice and you know the days are long and now when you wake up and although it's, it's changing a little bit it's getting a bit brighter in the mornings now which is a bit better but it's always yeah, just it's slowly rain. surely i know it's the rain i can't stand the rain it's oh it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> And it's keeping. I know what you mean. Sort of these waves and stuff. And but one thing that's keeping us on a on a you know on a positive is 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 our beloved hammers. You know, they exactly. Could you imagine if we had like a relegation? If we were like you know a sun, uh, you know a Sheffield United or whatever their position at the moment. No. Plus everything. God, it would be it'd be awful. Absolutely there's, awful. There's nothing you can do for them, is there? You, 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 no. They're just kind of there alone and kind of they're going to go down. But I don't no. feel that sorry for Sheffield United. No, no, no West Ham fan does, really. No, no. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> Carlos Tevez and Scott Duxbury. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else there as well, so it's fine. But I think with, I think with you know, with West Ham, just because it's a typical West Ham thing, actually, for, isn't it? you know, we've, we've sort of found this, we've got this team, like a proper team. I know. And there's no bugger to watch it. Or they're live. I just find it absolutely hilarious. I, I was in the ballot for two weeks. Yeah. To, you know to get to get to the ground and then it was all stopped you know and i i didn't make it but there you no. go yeah i think yeah I, I don't think if i don't think we see any fans this side of this season i think to be honest and, I, don't think and, so either, no. nah. I mean in the, the day you've got you know arguably you've got a better a better view of the game at home um warmer you can have your cup True. of tea but, you know and so it's uh yeah, but it's that camaraderie, isn't it? I mean, you you know, you're you're part of that sort of you know stop hammer time up some part like you know that sort of, those groups and stuff and the camaraderie. I think is the one thing that everyone's missed. Um, yeah, that, I mean that's a big shame not being able to sort of meet up with mates and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and you know, and also that kind of buzz obviously yeah. that you get when you're there, you know, um, when we're playing well, but otherwise that kind of kind of oh the fuck, so you know that all yeah. that kind of stuff going on but it's but it's not just yeah and it's that and even if we don't play well it's the get home you know so my, maybe my wife doesn't need to know if we've won or not because or we played <laughs> well because i walk in and the first thing i do is unseries link match of the day um and she'll go oh they lost today then yeah yeah and then come sunday you're right who we got next week you know it's all it's, know. it's just straight back up again short memories it is and at the moment it is because it's just like literally game after game after I game know. isn't it it's really is, yeah it's relentless but uh yeah through to the next round of the cup and everything and it's going to be good three home games in a row now we've got three home games in a row well, that's obviously. a good thing but you know um we're very unpredictable but i mean yeah. we've been the slightly more predictable haven't we than we than in previous seasons but uh um it, you know we do look more solid generally do, yeah even when we're playing badly we do seem to manage to kind of generally um you know keep out people so that's a good thing exactly and i mean you know there's been a lot been said about stockport game and um, various others but west ham three years ago four years ago would have lost that game no problem no yeah. problem they lost to stockport they'd have lost to brighton the other day rather than during two well you know there's just as you said it's there's a team and it's it's, yeah. it's a little bit more um there's, there's a bit of fight about us it's a bit of fight yeah. and i like it i like, I like it it's, yeah it's, yeah 
it's um and it, but it's, it's not just the players you can see you know it's like if, if it ever kicked off on the bench you know we we could handle ourselves on the bench as well with, with Nolan yeah. and, and even Moisey looks like he could handle himself in a bar, bar fight in so <laughs> Glasgow isn't it but uh, another Irvine will jump in and PSC and stuff but uh no it's 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 good it's good and it's it's nice but you know there's that West Hamness in all of us feel isn't there where it's like we, we know we're doing well and but still, you know, we've got this this one eye behind us just saying, oh, yeah, we, you know, it's like 26 points. We're 10. Brilliant. And then literally yeah. in the next line, it's like 14 points to go. It's yeah. not, you know, exactly. it's not 14 points yeah. to go. Yeah, <laughs> but so... don't, don't, you know, but don't get ahead of yourself kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. In the back of your mind all the, the whole time. Yeah, you're 10. Yeah, you're 10. You're all right, this, yeah. This often happens. It's going to go, it's going to go to shit, you know. <laughs> It's, it's like this season if it doesn't go to shit i don't think we know what we're going to do with ourselves you know if we finish comfortably <laughs> eighth this season we'll be like what can we moan about now let's find something to moan about yeah. you know yeah, popcorn yeah. popcorn at the stadium they'll moan about that again you know but it's uh no it, uh, it's it's nice for a change it is nice for a change that we can sort of look ahead and as look to the cup and who knows who knows you know the way things are going you know people are moaning about you know, the next round with round after next with uh, Liverpool, Man United, the way the world's going, we could be our youth team against Liverpool's youth team, couldn't it? Really? And then yeah, yeah. we've got we've got good under twenty threes, so I'm confident. You know, we're okay. Yeah. No, it's all looking quite good, apparently. It, it is, it is, it is. So we'll see what happens. But uh, as long as Moisey, as long as the boys keep getting the getting the, even if it's the points. You know, these games where we've seen like we've obviously got Burnley and um, Burnley West Brom. Obviously, Big Sam coming coming back next week which should be fun and snoddy <laughs> and grady they'll all be back so that'll be yeah. fun and uh yeah no we'll see i mean I, i'm confident next two home games i think you know six points cement our top 10 position and uh be nice get ready. To get a striker though wouldn't it really to, mm. you know to get to offer some kind of replacement you know yeah well, by all, by all accounts, there's, I mean, there's loads, obviously, you know, you're on Facebook quite lots a bit. There's lots of rumours, lots of rumours, but, uh, and, they, and they, but they don't seem to be too outlandish. Do you know what I mean? You, it always used to be, we, you know, we'd, I don't know, someone, you know, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a 30 million, 40 million pound player we're, we're, we're going in for. It seems to be a 7 million, 10 million, which seems about, our level because you want, I would want a couple and just want one to replace Harry. You'd want two, wouldn't you? And in the At January, in the, in the January transfer window, you you know you kind of don't spend so much normally. I mean, we did no. quite well in the last January window, yeah. didn't we? We did all right. Yeah. <laughs> Saved our season, really. Yeah, it did. So <laughs> it's not it's not to be sneezed at. I mean, we we could you know we could pick up a couple of bargains. You never know. Yeah, well, I think you know it seems to be that the guy from uh, it's Stadrem um, Dia, I can't remember Dia. He, he seems to be Moise's top pick. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. As I said, I think I think it's uh, yeah, it's and as you said, not only are we playing all right, but you know with with the sale of Haller and stuff, where we didn't have any money, at least there is some money there, or hopefully some money there to spend. So again, it's. It's looking good for us. We don't know how to how to take it, do we? At the moment, it's very, very, very bizarre. It's sort of this state of flux, you know. Knowing, we've, are we going to fuck up? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. But let's enjoy it while we can. Phil, um, the first question I always ask everyone Go nine on. minutes into the is, is why West Ham. We see the shirt. Um, we know you're is okay. a West Ham, but why West Ham, Phil? What's your story? This shirt, I don't wear it. I don't wear very often at all. In fact, I don't often wear the colours. Um, sometimes wear a scarf or. 
Uh, I very occasionally I do, maybe kind of once or twice a year, I might wear this in the in the warmer months. Um, <laughs> um, but it's it does represent the kind of era that I was first a fan. Yep. And the reason I was a fan was that it was my brother who told me um, I had to support West Ham. Um, I I come from Basildon in Essex. Yeah. And I sort of grew up there as as Basildon grew up. Yeah. So um, in my kind of in my youth, in my time at school, it was the team you supported was either West Ham, South Ends, very occasionally a couple of South End supporters, yeah. um, Tottenham and Man United, obviously mm. perennial Man United, um, but predominantly West Ham, and. In 1964, when we played in the cup final, that was the first match I saw on the telly um, with West Ham. And, and that was kind of actually on my brother's doing. He said, you know, we, we, we need to kind of watch this because they're your team. Yeah. I said, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. And so, and the rest is history. Um, so at that point, I didn't know very much about them. my my dad wasn't a kind of a big uh, football supporter. He, like most people who are not very big football supporters, was an Arsenal supporter. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, but it was that kind of, oh, I suppose I'm an Arsenal supporter because I was in, I was born in North London. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't interested in football. Um, and nor, well, my brother's a bit more interested, but he's a cricket boy now. You know, that's his okay. thing. <laughs> so he laboured you with that illness and yeah, then yeah, got off. Fine. And of course, <laughs> it was the kind of glory years for a couple it of It was. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that and then the Cup Winners' Cup and then, of course, the World Cup. Um, so it kind of continued, that, you know, that, that kind of made it go on. But I suppose at that time I wasn't going to matches. I wasn't. I didn't kind of know people who did go to matches. Yeah. Um, so it was a kind of very much a sort of at a distance that that um, that kind of being a fan. Sure. Being a supporter, I suppose. Of course, yeah. Um, come the, I mean, I don't know how much more history you want. You want to know how it started? Just I mean, carry on, Phil. I, I come, loved just listening. Come the seventies, I kind of was yeah. going to. I've been to a couple of matches. I remember remember going to um um see west ham away at qpr and being quite shocked to be pelted with coins from <laughs> from the stand above um so i didn't go to that many matches in, in the 70s and, and 80s i mean um 80s was more i, I was kind of um developing my career i was yeah, of course a lot of work getting married children and yeah. all that kind of stuff you know and it was really only in the, in the 90s that i picked up on west ham again uh, properly you know yeah rather from a, a at a distance um and it was kind of late 90s that i got the first season ticket with sure my, with yeah, my yeah. boys yeah, well, it's the same that your brother like said you're West Ham. At least you you could it's something you could experience with your with with, with the boys now, can't you? In terms of yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I mean, I I live in a, a part of London which is um, you know, if I went out in this shirt, I 
in certain times I would be pounced upon and kicked because I it's Mil I live in Millwall land and uh, it's not um, it's not the place to declare yourself a West Ham fan, you know. Um, so uh, I did go to a couple of matches um, um, with the boys to Millwall, but they were so dull. They it, that was kind of almost the point where they gave up on football. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't against West Ham necessarily. They were just a local football team. We should go and see our local football team, you know. Yeah. But then they kind of got more interested. And so we went to, you know, we went to a few matches. Um, we went to the training grounds uh, in Chadwell Heath um, when you could, you know. you. Could yeah. Go. I mean, I don't know what it's like these days, but I mean. It's no, because they moved it to Rush Green, haven't they? So yeah, it's like, yeah. it's itself. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm a Hornchurch boy, so well, I am now. Um, and so, yeah, Rush Green is a bit like. Uh, um, you know, where like Chadwell Heath was very open, um, you know, you could see it's, it's a, you know, there's a gate, basically, it's a gate yeah. and a long drive. So, you know, it's a bit sort of very similar to the, the, the Tottenham, you know, training ground and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's away from the from state. So you don't really get that. I mean, Chadwell Heath, you could actually kind of go up and you stood in front of a fence and they were playing kind of uh, a sort of practice match in front of you. Yeah. And yeah, as they yeah. came off the field, they came over and gave you autographs and stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was extraordinary. It was. Yeah, it was. And yeah. And it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? I think it's just indicative of modern football. You know, we have we've had obviously you know lots of ex-players and, and stuff of the by, bygone ages. And, and there, there was that connection, wasn't there? And it, it was between the fans and the players. And I just think with now modern day football, it's, you know, I've always said they're on like this, you know, sort of this uber athletic level now. So you don't see them, you know, walking around, no. you know, going to afterwards, you know, on a Tuesday night, a Tuesday, going for a beer in the, um, oh, what's the pub around Chadwick? Is it Tol uh, Town Out, uh, Tollgate or whatever? Yeah. So yeah. Um, you don't get that anymore now. And no. uh, it's no. a shame. It's a shame for just sort of the newer generation of fans. Um yeah yeah and fair play to them you know they got they yeah, got the money enough. exactly yeah but i think you know it's you know i as i said before i was in i lived in loughton before i was in hornchurch and um yeah i used to work in the local safeways and uh you know every friday shaka would come in for his big shop you know and stuff like that or, or yeah yeah or Samasia Boo would pick up a, bit, a, a baguette and a, you know, and, and, a, and a bunch of grapes. Or something. You know, you'd see people walking about, do you know what I mean? And nowadays, we don't see anyone walking about now, but, you know, um, in the present present climate. But uh, it's just something like that sort of that connection. And they used to stay around for a long, play, long time as well, players as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do remember, that in fact, this is going back to the 60s. So around my, the, my kind of... Um, enlightenment uh, time you know <laughs> um i was on holiday in the in the peak district i think it was so it was like around matlock area buxton somewhere like that and um i was walking along the street uh with my parents and then i noticed three people walking down the street and it was bobby moore jeff Hurston, i think martin peters but it was certainly three west ham players yeah uh so i've got their autographs Amazing. They were just taking because they were obviously playing. I don't know Manchester United, maybe which isn't that far away, or Derby County or somewhere like that. Yeah, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I, you it. just could go up to them, you know. 
It's crazy, isn't it? And you yeah, think yeah. like these, you know, in terms of so to Jeff and, and Bob, you know, you know, you know, World Cup winners, and you literally just walked up to them, and no. you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy, and but as you said, you know, you know, mate, being a family affair with with the boys now, and and obviously the season ticket holder, and you know, and um, obviously the bowling, London Stadium, and as you said, yeah. it's, it's it's a bit like a buzz, isn't it? And I think it's a buzz which I was talking to a guy the other day, and he's he's been going for forty years, man and boy, still gets that buzz when he when he gets to the stadium, and yeah, you can't replicate that buzz. Um, you know, you, I mean, I still get it, and there's no no bugger in the stadium when i turn up you know yeah. just walking up the stairs it's like ah oh, i'm home yeah. <laughs> i'm home <laughs> You're there, but, yeah. but there's still no bugger there so it makes no difference but um no it's i, I love it I, and i think it's and because of that because of that as you said you know i mean yeah we've won bugger all in 40 40 odd years bar the intertoter cup and a couple of bet wake ups maybe um <laughs> Only we would invent a cup, which we don't win. Um, but we get to the final every year, the Betway Cup, though. No one realises that. Um, we're, we're a funny bunch of fans, aren't we, I think, Phil, aren't yes. we? We're a very unique bunch. And obviously, you yeah. know more than anyone. Obviously, you know, you do your quizzes, you your quizzes on Facebook, and a lot of the, the West Ham yeah. people jump on that. And, uh, yeah. and, do, and yeah, go on, I mean, you know, it's, I do it because I can't do it in the pubs, you know. Yeah. Because that's where I was doing it. Um and it's and it is much more satisfying for everybody, I think. So it's a bit like kind of the for footballers and football fans, you know. It's uh, it's really hard to kind of have that distance. Mm. Um, so I, you know, it's good to do. I like doing the quizzes, but it's um, it's not the same as being in the pub no. and having the toing and froing and interaction. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Much more and also. Also, there, there, you know, there is it on if you do it on Facebook and people are commenting, it's always like a delay and you just don't get that sort of that bounce, you know, that sort of banter one off each other and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, what can we do? What can we nothing, do? Nothing, exactly. No. Wait Keep, for the vaccine, I suppose. Exactly. Wait for the vaccine. Any any one of them, anyone might have any of them, you know. I don't mind even the cheap one, the Oxford one, the cheap the one. I'll have them. I'll have it. Yeah. It's quite, I was, I was watching a piece Maybe about the. Possible. <laughs> yeah just keep them coming although to be honest i'm absolutely like that's like i'm not scared of many things in life but needles are the one thing that i'm absolutely oh, really? oh so phobic we talked me and my wife were talking you know again we, we divert on these shows me and my wife were talking yesterday about um when i signed up for a new doctor um in, yeah, it was in chadwell heath at the time and um and i had a blood test and i asked her to come along and I'd, I almost passed out and she almost passed out. And <laughs> literally we're outside the doctor's surgery where my mother-in-law was one of the practice managers, um, you know, doubled over. Oh, I can't stand needles, but um, I've got to get it done. Got to get it in there. Got to get yeah, it. In yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, it's, it's always best to look the other way. <laughs> you, you just don't know that they're, they're doing it, you know. Yeah, no, it's so bad. I once passed out my BCG test. Um, <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> I knocked out the poor old lady, the poor old school nurse. You know, I was, you know I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a skinny lad. Let's be honest, I'm a bit thick boned, and uh, yeah, poor. I had to have my actual one lying down, but yeah, oh dear. I don't know why I say these things on the channel, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's just who I am, isn't it? Who I am. But no, I, I was reading about the difference in in the in the prices between the the three vaccines as well. The Oxford one seems a bit of a deal; it's like three quid a pop, whereas the yeah, others are like really twenty twenty five quid. And I guess that is you're you're also paying for it being kind of slightly less 
um efficacious i think yes i think so anyway i don't know if that's uh, <laughs> that's the case but uh i love this show because we just don't talk about anything it's not just west Ham, yeah. but it always diverts and talks about something it's usually we i do one on a on a uh, do like a lunchtime one in the same way that you do the pub quizzes because you want to keep every lunchtime we like monday to friday we do like a little one on on on, uh, on youtube and you know we get about like 50 or so people join us and we talk rubbish but always end up talking about yeah. food always comes back to food and west ham in some description doesn't matter where we start we always end up with food and west ham but yeah now we're a hardened bunch and and that's what i like obviously you know myself and you were sort of in the same group of a lot of our a lot of the facebook lot and obviously people have had a lot, a lot, of, a lot of bad news and tragedy um but the west ham in us you know we go i'm really sorry and then we take the piss out of you you know yeah. so it's always it's not yeah that's horrible but yeah exactly life does carry on um and i think because it's because we're hardened by the fact that we haven't won anything in 40 years that you know we have this sort of stiff like sort of east yeah, like a a shell almost it's like yeah. a callus yeah. um <laughs> that you have to break through like what we're saying about west ham winning and doing and, well you know it's and, and, unlike, and unlike some um clubs you know we don't have that entitlement either no, we don't feel no. that kind of oh, we haven't won anything for like four years you know <laughs> a club like ours and you think no they've oh. you know, got no special special entitlement to that at all exactly it's like I felt the f funny when all those Arsenal fans were going. You thought, obviously, you, you know, Arsenal was loving. Obviously, they they were like, "Oh, we're fifteenth in the league. It's ridiculous. Fifteenth? I would have bit my hand off if you said we're fifteenth this season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So funny. It's so funny. It's their turn. Their turn. But you're right. It's, there's this entitlement where it's like, you know, and it's like something like the cup run or something like that. You know, when like Man United, Man City, every year they're at, they're at a cup. Well, just give us one. We'll have one. Yeah. Just give Let's us one. Spread it around a bit. Share exactly. it out. Oh, exactly. I mean, we still we still revere a, a team who finished third. You know, they didn't even win the league, and we still I'm revere them. You know, it's, it's, it's such a West Ham that's about us when you look at it in, in retrospect. But uh, yeah, I've got this year. This year's our year, Phil. This year, FA Cup. This year, good. Pretty, okay. Yeah, I reckon. Well, that's it's a rust, rust guarantee with no fans <laughs> with no fans at the stadium to watch watch the cup final that'd be typically west ham but uh it is what it is anyway let's talk about your hammers 11 feels so obviously everyone we have on the right. channel we find out about their story but then we find out about their hammers 11 obviously you know you you said from the, from the well basically you've got the full bloody gamut really um if you from the early no. 60s onwards really so it's no. it's a tougher job for someone like you than someone who's relatively well, less yeah. experienced what you mean being so old yeah, being experienced, you experienced, experienced, <laughs> experienced. So obviously, oh, yeah. we've had, pe we've had people like you know, obviously like that, like that Jackie Blesser and others who are in a similar privileged position, and you're privileged because you would have yeah. seen Bobby Moore play. So. I mean, and also my my approach is different as well because as I've pointed out, there are kind of a, there are huge gaps in my yep. West Ham education. Um, you know, I kind of I was describing to my son this morning. I was saying, you know. In in comparison with a lot of West Ham supporters, I am I'm a bit of a part timer because I've, yeah, yeah, I've done this and I've done that and you know gone in and out. You know, the team has always been there in my in my head and in my heart. You know, all that business, but I haven't always got to see them. No, so I've kind of thought well about my team that it should reflect a bit about about that because. Um, Obviously, you mentioned, uh, you know, 1986 and 
the the, the great team that finished third. Yeah. Um, uh, that is kind of an era, a, a, a kind of a, a time that I don't know so much about. Yeah, know? that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, people like McAvenny and Devonshire and and all those people who were part of the, the team, but it wasn't the time when I was kind of most active. No, I agree that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so, you know, I've kind of my my team. I think is going to kind of reflect that a bit. Yeah, that's good, and I think that, that that's, that's an honest approach, Phil, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, you could have gone right. Okay, we're going to put because because I've been alive. But actually, there's there's there's, there's been some thought into that, Phil, and that's what I like. I have, I have, I've, I've, I've <laughs> spent hours. What else we gonna do? Paper with names on. What else she gonna? What else she gonna do? You gonna you know, bake some banana bread or whatever? Let's see what is or yeah. uh, write another quiz or, or or do this. So right, well, let's start off in goal. Let's okay, goal. okay. Who's well, in goal, Phil? Well, first, not easy choice, okay? Um, yeah. Because when I was first going to see matches, um, Ludo was the kind of was the man. He was there in goal, uh, yeah. and I always liked the kind of his manner. I always thought he's there was some kind of unflappability about him. Um, yeah. Um, and that, and then there was Shaka Hislop, um, who I, you know, saw quite a lot of his matches because that was kind of coincided with a lot yeah. of the uh, season ticket period, the first period that I had. Um, but I am aware, obviously, that Phil Parks is kind of de deemed to be West Ham's best goalkeeper. And yet I can't really feel that I can choose Phil Parks because... I don't know him as well. Yeah. Um, and even though I want it to be Phil Park, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go for Ludo. Ludo McCloskey. Ludo McCloskey, the man from, from near Prague. Um, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't work. Wouldn't work that song, would it? If it was, <laughs> if it was factually correct, um, as, as Tony Gale once said to me. Um, yeah, Lunit McCloskey, and I think that's right because, as you said, it, it coincides. And 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 when when we do these things, as you said, you know, I think you're very honest in that. that you know, it, it should. It, you know, you'd want it to. I, I want it to be Phil Parks. I mean, technically, yeah. I could have had Phil Parks in my team because he was alive when I was playing. But he was playing so. But I never really Ludo was the first goalkeeper I saw. Really, I can remember seeing. So yeah, it's the, it's the same thing. I think I think it's a it's a good way to to work it as well. I mean, the first goalkeeper <laughs> I saw ever was um, obviously Jim Standen. Yeah, was the goalkeeper I think in the '64 uh, yeah. Cup final. So, mm. um, but you know, the one that kind of made a kind of an impression on me and my children. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, they used to love him. You know, Ludo. Um, and um and it's kind of a testament because he became kind of the, the goalkeeping coach didn't he for he for, did for a bit as well so yeah. you know he wasn't he kind of he gave his heart and soul i think to uh to the club. definitely so, definitely so
And I think he's. I think we did. A, we did a, a Ludo appreciation night a few weeks ago, and and they, they Martin went through some of the stats, and he had like oh, I can't remember now, but I think it was like three hundred and fifty odd appearances, and they had like a hundred and something clean sheets. He had an incredible clean sheet ratio. Yeah. Um, he was one of those players. It was a bit typical West Ham, you know. When 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 the chip when he when we lost, we lost heavily, and he's let, <laughs> let a lot of bless him. But yeah. often not, he was on his game, and um, no, yeah, he was a, he's a is a great bloke and a, and a yeah. nice guy off the pitch as well, isn't it? So we've, few, we've had a few like that, haven't we? I mm. mean, you know, we've had a few good shot stoppers. Yeah. But then something goes kind of badly wrong for a, for a little bit, you know. And yeah. So <laughs> many goals go in. You know. <laughs> oh, it's so West Ham for it. So yeah. West Ham. Right. Okay. That's Ludo. Put Ludo in. Uh, let's move into defence. You go for the team as you've got them. Uh, you know, you go. Okay. I'll time. Central, I'm going to sort of think of central defenders first. Yeah. Because um, I think I know where I am with those. I mean, <laughs> um, because, I, you know, I, I, I did see Alvin Martin play a number of times and I thought, you know, that man, he's a, he's a, he's a trooper. He's one of those kind of real proper soldiers, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of people mm -hmm. that give their all. I liked him and I've, you know... Um, in more recent times, I've liked um, Collins and Reed at various times. Um, uh, Ian Pierce, um, I was Even kind of. Uh, I thought him. he did very well during the Redknapp era. I love, I love a centre back who can play up front. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, that's what it's like... he was. Wasn't he? he was a, he was a kind of a striker at one point, wasn't he? <laughs> love it, like Chris yeah. Sutton. Chris Sutton was the same. He'd play up front and then play centre back. Really good on on uh, those football management games. Because you yeah. could buy him and he could play in two positions. Man. Sorry, carry on, Phil. Sorry. But anyway, I, I guess it's kind of like um, this is these are the more predictable ones, possibly, because um, Bobby Moore obviously made a huge impression when I first saw him. Of course. Great in the World Cup and great for England. And, you know, he's kind of, he's such a kind of um, icon, he's such a legend. West Ham and I think English football generally I think he's yeah. he's so important and you know who can forget that, that that kind of tackle against Brazil you know they're kind of they're, he just kind of got up yeah. and walked away with the ball you know um, um, so Bobby Moore is a definite yeah and I think kind of in his in his kind of footsteps really I think kind of uh, at his best for us um was rio rio ferdinand mm. um i kind of think he kind of took on the mantle you know he was um he kind of was a he had that calmness i think that Moore had you know mm -hmm. yeah but, um, could you could you imagine them two together oh in their prime oh. i know oh. i mean you know there's yeah they were they were terrific both of them yeah, they were, and as I said, you know, fortunate enough to 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 have been around to see Moro play. You know, unfortunately, less less people have been around to see him play yeah, every day now. So it's important, I think, to to maintain those sort of memories and and, and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, that's part of the reason why we did this, started doing this type of thing, really, because you know, there's lots of everyone's got those little, these are like meeting him in the Peak Districts and getting his autograph and stuff like that. All these lovely yeah. stories, which which is anecdotal stuff, which people love. Um, right, okay. With so Rio, um, Rio Ferdinand, it was kind of like seeing him emerge from the youth team because that again yeah. was kind of during that um, Red Nat era. 
um, sort of coming out of the youth team and kind of fitting into the team. And you thought, blimey, this bloke, he's kind of a young man, but he's got the, that surety, that kind of assuredness of a, of a, of an older player. It's crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so cool. So it was, it was impressive. I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously parallels with him and, and a certain, certain, um, you know, midfielder for us now in terms of how they've just, absolutely developed into this absolutely i mean you know, exactly no no you know if they're, they're you know and, and we've interviewed like people who have been who was like um like people like neil meller and stuff bless him who was like 20 and he was just they were just starting to break into the, the first team someone like rio came in at like 18 which was again which is really unusual now it's not now you throw him in at 18 17 18 but yeah, back then, you, give him a, you give him a couple of matches don't you yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's, in, it's it's incredible that the impact he made. Right, okay, Moro and Rio. Oh, not bad. Right, yeah. fullbacks. Now, okay, trickier. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go for. Um, I mean, I know that. I mean, I know that Sebastian Schemmel did very well, but it was for a very short period. As a right back, I think he was a right back, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, I mean, from what I've kind of uh, gathered, people reckon that he was kind of one of the, the you know, if we could have kept him for longer, if he played yeah. for us longer, he, you know, what a player he, he, he would have been. Yeah. He was, our, he was our hammer of the season for a couple of seasons, wasn't he? It was, yeah, the first season he came, it was, it was hammer of the season. And again, we had that sort of run where we'd get a player on loan. They'd play brilliant. And yeah. then the second year, when we've got them on a contract, they're absolute gash. And he was one of the, you know, so the second year, yeah, yeah. he was just absolutely Precisely, like, which player. is why he's not in my team. Oh. But um, i tell you who, who is, um, and that is somebody um, that I think probably a lot of people would have had in their, te in their, in their team, is Julian Dix. Yes, Mr. Julian Dix. Julian Dix. Again, you know, is that kind of... Um, that kind of I, I like players who give their all for for the club they're playing for mm. sometimes you know like mark noble it's because well it's the kind of person they are but also because it's their club as well yeah you know definitely but julian dix you know put everything into it and sometimes too much obviously um but he was kind of he was so impressive and you kind of you always kind of knew you were going to get a performance from him, you know. Mm -hmm. um, never, never questioned his like commitment. Do you know what I mean? No, that, no, yeah. No. yeah, I mean a little bit of overcommitment on occasions, but you know, we have we have a we have a habit with certain with players like that, don't yeah. we? They just overcommit a bit too far. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, that kind of. Um, the cracking sort of left foot that he had it was a left he was left left yeah, yeah i mean you know that they were kind of rockets yeah and uh you kind of thought well and he would go up and until his legs gave out he would kind of shoot up and down that wing as well you know so yeah julian dex is one of them yeah he's in um i to also toyed with julian faubert for for a little bit just because again i saw him play a few times mm. but no it's not the same as somebody who could also have played and did play i think in 
as a central defender as well. But he's, I liked him because he was there for so long. And I, I wonder if you can guess who it's going to be. He's there for so long and gave such good service and very dependable. It's, it's um, Stevie Potts. Ah, oh, Stevie Potts. Stevie Potts. Big fan of Stevie. And still there, still obviously in the, still in the club, still in the setup. It's extraordinary. Random boy. And, Always. you know, um, I don't know how he managed to play as a central defender because he was a little bloke, wasn't he? Yeah, it was five, yeah. We, we did a, a night on Steve Potts as well. He was, yeah, five, seven, it's five, seven, something like that. Yeah, he shouldn't, shouldn't be a, if, if he was three inches taller, he would have been an England regular. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he was, and he was better, I think, when they put him center he was he 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 was incredible and we've had people on there like we've had like people like tim breaker and and tim breaker mate you know by signing tim breaker he then steve potts became a center back really so um but no yeah he's he, he he could read the game incredibly well very humble man as well yes a humble man and that's another thing that's kind of likable about him you know somebody who kind of no messing just gets on with it kind of thing yeah. you know um, you want that yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to have that. It's good to have that, um, you know, to, to to know that you're, you know, the people who are not kind of um, uh, kind of going to flounce around, you know, and and uh, and think the world did, owes them a favour, you know. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's what you want in a team. You you know, he, I mean, Stevie was like, you know, he's it's never going to be never going to break defenders driving forward you know he he was there dependable yeah you know seven out of ten he's my dependable player yeah it's the exactly. dependable yeah i mean never a hair out of place yeah because yeah, you mentioned tim breaker tim breaker was would have been another contender because he is you know he was also pretty dependable but i kind of just feel that you know steve potts yeah kind of got it for me no i got that i got that that's cool right okay got goalkeeper we've got the defense um midfield who's gonna be midfield then phil well oh. i've got four have i yeah if from? you want if you want or you can four put three up you can have five and then and then four five and then one up front you know so make the 11 or is that all right four five yeah have we, you can have whatever you want phil so I've, got, I've chosen i've chosen five haven't i so i've got six yeah. to play with six to play with yeah because this is where it gets this is where it gets tricky. I'm just going to put the light on. Hang on. Up. That's it. That's it. I don't know if it's go. going to make a lot of difference, but there you go. <laughs> nights, um, are getting, nights are getting darker. Like, uh, so the holding midfielder kind of area, yep. first of all. I'm thinking of that. You see, I always liked um, people like um, Lomas. Yes. Uh, and you could always hear Lomas as well because he had such a high-pitched voice. So, <laughs> it, you know, you could always hear him on the pitch, you know shouting at his players um so you know he was a committed player you've got um um when scott parker was there for for, for a bit he was a, a very committed player very. but i'm actually going to go for for one of them i'm going to go for um billy bonds just because billy bonds is somebody i have seen a few times um probably not live uh only yeah, once yeah. Or twice live but i i've seen him and i've known of him and i admire him and his spirit and what he brings to uh the club so yeah and he's kind of uh he's one of those again one of those players um 
that really uh you, you know you're you're proud to have in your team because yes. he's, he's so committed mm. gives his all you know? yeah definitely. definitely um and in a way i suppose you know people like um um, Mark Noble should also be there uh, because in the same way that Steve Potts, you know, for long service and also dependability, but I'm not going to go for that. I'm going to go instead. Um, I'm going to also mention Michael Carrick, who I was impressed with as well. Yeah. But, um, you know, great distributor of the ball, but I want, um, I'm going to go for um, Declan Rice. Um, you know, one of the new boys. Yeah, definitely. Declan Rice. I just think he just looks so, so comfortable. Um, and, one, yeah. You know, it, with with him in the, in the team at the moment, there's a sort of it, it kind of solidifies the whole team. It kind of the whole mm. team seems to kind of work with him at, it right at the heart of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's integral, isn't he? He's like the pivotal. He's like the the bit which sort of joins. It's like the Venn diagram, isn't he? He's yeah. the bit in the middle. Um, and I mean, you know, we spoke about him and, and, and like with Rio. And I mean, when I mean, it makes me laugh. I sat back and thought about it actually the other day. You know, you know, Declan Rice is sort of in essence our our captain. Really, he's not a club captain, but he's our captain. He's yeah. our team captain. You know, the guy's only twenty one. You know, twenty. You know, and it's like, but we have no one's ever questioned him ever questioned it you know what i mean and um it's just incredible really just but i remember I know, seeing the maturity he plays with you know oh, it's, so it's, mature yeah it's such an unusual commodity as well it's so unusual now to have that sort of old he's got that old school leadership like john terry-esque leadership about him and you don't get that in modern football now with kids no. you know they're all like jack Grealish and just like dying yeah. you know like yeah you know what i mean whereas deck has this sort of like mature like an old school mentality in terms yeah. of um even like the stockport game there was times where literally it was almost like he pulled his sleeves up and would just do his like commanding run into the box just to say look that's what you got to do that's how you get past this lot you know and it's like for someone so young to have such an influence on the team when you've got like you know, you have like people like Balbueno, who was who was manager, he was he was captain of Corinthians. Uh, I think Fabianski's captained uh, the Polish side, and you know you've got all these players with a lot mm. of experience, and they they listen to Declan Rice, and uh, yeah. I still think we've only just scratched the surface with him as a player. Oh, absolutely, I just you know, I I just hope we can keep hold of him, and at the moment I feel we will because we're we're playing well enough to keep yeah. him attracted to the team. You know, yeah. Yeah, um, if we can kind of keep that going, it'd be brilliant to keep him there as as that backbone, you know. Yeah, well, you can see there's there's like a um, there's a there's a career path, you know. If he was a, if he was if he was moving into middle management, in terms of you know, there's you, know, you can see you know, Mark's probably only got a season a bit left, and then yeah. there's a spot there to be the main man. Yeah. And he could be the mate. He could be a a big fish in a in a small pond compared to Chelsea or Man City, where he's a he's a small fish in a big pond. And, yeah, you know. But we might be expanding our pond. You never know. Our, we we could, might not be. It could be a big yeah. pond. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like when you start a new company and you get in at the, at the early stage, and as it builds, you grow with the company and you become. You know, that's that's how I can see him. And he's not stupid. I mean, he's you know he's. 
he's, he's, he's very, very social media savvy. He, he knows what people say about Mark Noble and how he's, you know, as I said it before, Mark plays a six. We put him down as a seven because he's yeah. Mark Noble. And, um, and, and yeah, to be honest, I think sometimes we give Mark a bit of a free ride. Um, no disrespect to him, you know, but if he doesn't have a good game, it's, oh, his legs are gone. Oh, his legs are going. Yeah, actually, yeah. no, he just played crap. He played a really bad game this week. Yes. But, yeah. and, he, and, you know, it, it does happen. And, he, you know, it will happen more, in, more and more because he's, mm. he is, you know, getting on for somebody who likes to kind of, you know, move around with the ball, you know. Yeah, exactly. But Declan, yeah. And, and yeah. him and Suchek just, just complement each other so well. Um, brilliant midfield too. Um, okay, so we've got Bonzo, we've got Rice. Who's yeah. next, Phil? Okay, um, so I um, I've, I should have mentioned, I don't know if I did mention Scott Parker. You did he mention did. Scott Parker in, in dispatches. Uh, I did. You did, yeah. Okay, good. Because, I mean, it's a special mention, again, that kind of player. So, you know, so far, my team is kind of full of people, I think, that kind of really kind of give good service, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and a com- you know show commitment which is uh, which is now moving on and then maybe this is going to carry on maybe this is what I, maybe this is the, the theme of my team um because i've i kind of toyed with the the other midfielders so more, more attacking sort of midfielders <clears throat> and i do i i am a fan of kind of tricksy flair players i do yeah. like I like seeing a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, trickery going on. Of course. Because it's entertaining. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we, we had a few, we've had a few of those in our time, you know. We've had people like, um, I mean, for a short time, um, Berkovich, Ben Ayun, mm. um, and we've had uh, people like um, um, Dimitri Payet, of course. You know, who... All of them offered something, and all of them I really liked at some point during mm. their stay with West Ham. But I think that I'm going to go with um, old school on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Trevor Brooking and Martin Peters. Ooh. They got Trevor Brooking. Let me write that down because I always have to make a note. So, yeah. Rice and Rice and Brooklyn in the same team. Oh, with Bonzo uh, and Martin Peters. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, and Martin Peters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there were other contenders because I am. Fo- I I I was fond of um, Trevor Sinclair, for example. Uh, I was very fond of um, of. Um, well, I was fond of uh, of Berkovich, but he was a bit. He was very moody. Um, and he wasn't there kind of, they weren't there long enough. I don't no, think. yeah. I kind I of like the, the ones that have stayed a bit longer. People like Sinclair that was there for a long time. Um, and Pae was extraordinary for uh, a season um, yeah. for us. And, you know, he had his own song and, you know, it was kind of, he was very special and that was a very special season. But, not enough, I don't think, to be able to kind of get into my top, uh, my my hammers eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. And and, and you're right. I think it's, but again, it, it's it's indicative of, of of the modern game, isn't it? Really, if you get three years, two years out of a player, they're, they're you know they're 
they're putting, you know, they, they committed their legend. Someone like Payet, for example, the man only played season half, Tevez maybe played about half, but he turned up for half a season. But that's yeah. just the modern day, isn't it? It's like it's like the modern day. They, they either stay for us for a long time. And the reason they stay with us, like someone like Winston Reid, is they've been injured for most of the time. Yeah. Um, so that's why they have stayed with us because yeah. no one else wants them. Um, but nowadays, I mean, I think we interviewed, uh, we interviewed, I think it was Tony Gale. And Tony Gale said when he was, I think he was at the club for 11 years, bar one year, every year was a testimonial year. And as you said, it was it was all them lot. It was Alvin. It was yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's 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 it's. And I know what you mean in terms of that sort of that longevity in well, players. It, that's kind of something that's changed, I think, in modern yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's it really ain't like that anymore. You know, yeah. that's um, that's the thing. You know, the, the, it's quite rare, really, to get players that kind of stay with the club for for most of their career. Yeah. You know? Is, um, yeah. Well, it certainly is for for West Ham at the moment. Anyway. Well, I think it's for anyone really. I mean, I can yeah. remember from from a uh, from sort of memory. I can think of you know in terms of testimonials. I can obviously Mark Noble famously had one. Obviously, we know that. I can think of probably Gary Neville had one. I think Jamie Carragher had. One. I think Vincent Company had one. Hmm. And that's it. I can't yeah. think of anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, well, technically, Winston Reid's due one this year. So yeah. <laughs> So there we go. Um, but right, okay, so we put Peters in. We got Brookin and Peters. So we got Bonds, Rice, Brookin, Peters. There's two more spots in the team, Phil. What are we going right. to do? Right. Okay. Um, again, um, this is kind of, I'm thinking more in terms of now the period that I was watching the football live with my boys. Yeah. At the um, In the Bobby Moore stand. And uh, I think so. You know, I've kind of wondered about Tony Cotty because I also saw him play a few times, yeah. And he was kind of he was exceptional. Um, I obviously I did, I have wondered about Jeff Hurst as well. I mean, Jeff Hurst, what a player, yeah. Um, but I didn't see enough of Jeff apart from the kind of uh the obvious ones you know in uh, the sort of uh, the england matches and the west yeah. end matches on the telly sure. and stuff like that so thinking about that period um i think for me the first one that's going to go in has got to be and you'll guess this straight away it's got to be paolo di Canio. diego tristan what okay uh, paolo di Canio, <laughs> <sorry. Yeah. laughs> paolo di Canio yes Marco Bugas, God bless. I'm trying to track him down. I'm tracking <laughs> him down. I follow following him on Instagram at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. PDC Paolo Di Canio. Paolo yeah. Di Canio. I mean, you know, the 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 words that are used, obviously, maverick and kind of you know fiery and all those things, all true. Um, possibly, uh, you know, more right wing than I would like him to be, but you yeah. know. But as a footballer and as a kind of servant of the club, if you can use a cliche like that, you know, I think um, I think he just kind of gave something special, you know. Um, and he was great with the fans. And he kind of was one of those people that kind of really kind of, um, he got angry with the team. He, he was kind of elated with the team. You know, he, yeah. he did all the things that you want uh, an exciting footballer to do. He was kind of somebody unpredictable. He could score fantastic goals, you know. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the the probably the best goal of all, you know, that I've seen, that one against Wimbledon, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Uh, you know, just sublime. And you kind of think, well, he's got to be there. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you mentioned before about wanting to go, you know, in terms of you, you love a trick stuff because you want to be entertained. And and in essence, you know, I know it's professional sport and stuff, but we only go, we go to be entertained, don't we? It's, it's a form of entertainment for us. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the team wins great, but, you know, we've always wanted to win the worst time away um, in terms of, you know, and, and Paolo was, it happens very rarely in, in a lifetime, I think, where the goal, where the, the player and the fans, the combo just works. And it just worked as a combo. We loved him and he loved us. And yeah, exactly. Typical West Ham, you know, we got him because he pushed over a ref and, you know, it's all a bit dodgy, you know, but, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was a, it was a great, it was a great partnership between us and him. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there were other kind of, there were other strikers that kind of, um, you know, scored some great goals for us. Yep. Um, yeah, along the way. Um, um, you know, uh, I, I always had a soft spot for, um, for Freddie Canute. Me too, yeah. But, but he was, there was something kind of, there was something rather surly about him as well. And, you know, you, I kind of, I, you, the crowd didn't warm to him in the same way that they warmed to Paolo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, I remember that his, his debut being that Wimbledon game. If I remember correctly, so oh, his really? own debut was that Wimbledon game. Oh, so right. you know, it is. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, he. Because I remember seeing Freddie first play, and you're thinking, you know, because I always, I mean, one play I'd always wanted that was, was I loved was Thierry Henry, and I and I was like, yeah, he's yeah. on Henry, he's our Thierry Henry, he's gonna and and there was glimpses of, of brilliance. But you're right, it's it's the attitude I think you know is that sort of French way, bless him, and. Yeah. You know, in the same way we talk about Payet, Payet never really as a as a as a as a footballer, he really you know West Ham fans loved him, but as a person, we never mm. really got to know him. And same with with Freddie Canute and and stuff like that. And it might just be the French they're all French or maybe I don't know, but you know Sebastian Haller as well. You know, we never yeah. really got to know him very know, well. There's, there's something kind of rather distanced about. Yeah, him, yeah. yeah. They they kind of they didn't really engage so so fully with the kind of the fans and the rest of the team, you know. And it might just, it might just be the, the fact that, you know, I mean, it might be the fact that Paolo was, was Italian and, you know, sort of, you know, that sort of heartland of, of, of you know, Lazio fans and the West Ham fans, you know, passionate. And, yeah. you know, see, I, I look at someone like um, Diamante, you know, he was this crazy Italian bloke we all took to our hearts as well. Yeah. And, it's something about passion and West Ham fans. And if you don't show passion, then we don't like it. The fact that, you know, Haller didn't smile when he scored. No. And Arnautovic was much the same, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. but Arnautovic had that sort of nasty bastard about him, which, yeah. as, which like, you know, when, when he's playing for your side, you love. I remember, yeah. the, was, it, was it Burnley where he scored, like the guy, the, the, I think it was Ben Mead did a bit of a, yeah, miss miscued a shot or something like, and he scored and basically laughed in his face, and <laughs> it was like, yeah, you do that. But now it's like we don't want him back. He's gonna be, a, he's a snake. He's a bad influence. But when he's playing for your side, you sort of like warm yeah. to him. It's a bit like, a bit like you know, people's opinion of 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 Mister Mister Sam Adichie and said himself in that when he's your manager, he knows how to rile up the other the other fans, and you know, yeah. I, I, I I remember. Well, I think, yeah, so just... Alex Ferguson was yes. the, was the master at that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
he and was. And Mourinho's, you know, is a good guy as well. Yeah, pantomime villain. That's 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 yeah. their role, isn't it? Yeah. They're the pantomime yeah. villain, and that's what you want. You want that sort of that that personality. It, football's, I think, football now is, is is not about personalities anymore. Now, you know, they're all very technical players, and where you have a Mourinho or you have even someone we mentioned, Jack Grealish, even someone like Grealish, he's a cocky little bugger, and. You know, back in the day, back in even sort of like Moncur Bishop era, um, he would be a cocky little bugger and he wouldn't have got so many press because he's one of loads of players. Yeah. He stands out now as being this horrible little I mean, runs of a person. But yeah, yeah. he's just got a bit about him. But that's, that's all it's about. Right, anyway, so we've got Paolo in. Uh, one more spot, Phil. One, one more, more spot. spot. Mm. Well, you see, yeah, because I, I, I kind of I had um, Jeff Hurst down as the other spot. Yeah. I've, I've I've changed my mind. I've kind of thought, Ooh. well, um, I'm actually going to go for another current player. I'm going for Mikhail Antonio. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, just because, again, it's that kind of sense. Of, you know, you Mikhail Antonio has a smile on his face most of the time, and you know, mm. I just love that that sort of approach to playing football uh, yeah. that he has. Um, and he just seems to have kind of um, got better and better. Yeah. As long as he's not injured. That's the, that's the, that's the, and that's another thing. I mean, we, we talk about players who stay around for a long time. Obviously, he's been with us for, for a fair few years now. Um, but you know, he's been injured for a few of them as well. Bless him. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He's. And I think because he's gone, he's done the hard yards. You know, again, we talk about modern football, and you know, players get drafted into academies and 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 you know, Man City's academy and fast tracks and stuff like that. Obviously, he worked, he did non-league, worked his way up through the yeah, league. Yeah. Um, there's something that. about that. Yeah, there's something about that. That's for sure. And you're right. He just seems, although someone made a good point the other day. You know, he does take a few games. My only note to Mikel yeah. Antonio, I'm sure he's watching and, and taking notes, um, is that it takes him a few games to get up up and running. You know, he's he'll be I remember like Villa when we played Villa early in the season, he'd come back from injury. He was atrocious, he was very poor. Stockport, he wasn't very good. Yeah. So he does need to and that's yeah. the trouble. If you're injured, yeah, you does, need to run does. games. It's true. Um um but I think, kind of, just generally, his attitude is mm. um, is is kind of uh, exemplary. I think he's kind of does a does a good job. There was there was a period I seem to recall a couple of years ago when he would uh, he, he when he he got kind of some kind of injury and he lay down on the pitch um, and would and kind of it was almost like he wouldn't come off, you know. Um, so there was a there was a, there has been a strange period with him, but I just like his his general attitude um, to 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 the whole thing, and I and I think he's also um, frightening for other players. You know, in in his day, I think on his day, I think he he can really kind of uh, make a difference to a team. Yeah, and he's so unpredictable as well. You know, he's again, he's not not a trickster. He's just a speedster, really, and just yeah. a a bulldozer yeah. of a person. Yeah, so he's um, probably the kind of the the least, um, you know, in terms of he's probably the least not I wouldn't say talented, but he's kind of you know, 
Um, most, possibly the most surprising choice I, yeah. I, I've made, I think. Definitely, but, I can, but there's but there's, there's there's reasoning behind it, and that's why I love love these shows because it's like you pick. But it's because of this, and he goes, "Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, it, football's a game of opinions, isn't it?" And so yeah. everyone has an opinion on stuff, and I think, yeah, Mikel, um, in the modern day era, I mean, exactly. There's not many. You can't fault his commitment. I mean, somebody gets injured so many times and still comes back and and plays. You know, he could have easily have. You know, he's, he's, yeah. he's a millionaire, the man, isn't it? And so, you know, but he still signed a new contract with us, and um, and I like him. Obviously, was it the Christmas before last when he when he crashed his Lamborghini dressed as a snowman? And you know, it's, it's just there's these little craziness which takes us back to a bygone era where you hear some. Yeah, he's got a good attitude, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it, Phil. And that is it. That is it. That's the Hammers Eleven, man. It's been. Uh, See an hour. I told you it'd be an hour. Literally an hour and one minute. Crazy. Just five uh, minutes. Mate, yeah, well, you know, uh, who who would have thought it, eh? Who would have thought it? I told you we'd be fine. But anyway, thank you so much, Phil. I really, really appreciate it's your time. It's a real pleasure, Russ. Thank you. I really mean it. Thank you so much. And obviously, thanks everyone for watching or listening, whatever, whatever platform you listen to, give it a like, give it a share. Um, and for myself and for Mr. Phil Nice, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on, you irons. Come and on, we'll you see irons. You. Come on, you irons. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.